back to KOTG Tuesday. That's right. Welcome back, Jack. All Welcome right. Back, Jack. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be back. I got an exciting chat going already in there. Lots of people in there. Good oh, to yeah? see. We got the nope. Airports for Home guy going. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Organic fertilizer. Still beating everybody. He comes in 33 minutes early. Every every week, <laughs> every week, he's ready to go. He's Hell yeah! Up. Hell yeah! Yes. <laughs> we got Nate in the chat. He'll be joining us a little bit later this evening. But yeah, man, kids' sports keep us busy now. This this time of year, it's uh, it feels like you're running from one place to the next. And I only have I only have one kid playing sports right now, but he's doing soccer and baseball. So we're still splitting time uh, different nights of the week. So I can't imagine having you know. Two or three kids all in different sports at once. It's just crazy. It's a lot, dude. It's a lot. You got you got that going, Brad? Oh yeah. 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 Both my kids are both my kids are multiple sports, multiple running around. Mm. Had stuff last night, had stuff tonight, got stuff tomorrow. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Well, tonight we're talking grass. We are. This is keep off the grass. Welcome everybody. Welcome everyone in the live chat. Let's all uh, let's all raise a glass. Keep off the glass. Keep off the grass. Keep off the glass. <laughs> keep off. Keep, keep off, off the gl- Keep off the glass, everyone. I got my new Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. It tastes like a. I don't know if you can see it, but it's like a rocket popsicle. Remember, you guys, remember the rocket popsicles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. yeah, I know. I know one guy that definitely knows about the rock. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I wish name, I had that ready. His, his name would be Dave. Does Utah get all these exclusive uh, flavors, or are those available around? I, am I just I not know. looking hard enough? They Everybody must get some. As far as I know, but could be wrong. That's awesome. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I know different stuff. Mm. All right, well, the bomb pop. Yeah, yeah, bomb pop. All right. Well, Oli, who do we have joining us tonight? Mm-hmm. What, are we, what are we doing this evening? This guy here? Oh, I don't know. I know that, man. I don't know this guy. <laughs> Jack Higgins. Jack Higgins. Um, super knowledgeable fella. I can't wait for him to give some knowledge on these soil tests and give people an idea of where to go and what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think since I've been on... I I was at your place, right, Oli? Like it, it yeah, I was no, I was there. No. no. Yeah, yeah, you were on it. You were at his place mm. after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I can let, let me attest the it is pure fescue. Some, <laughs> some of the purest three acres of fescue you've ever seen. Plush it's, like a pillow. It's thick. Yep. Nice. It will so it will levitate you. Aren't hiding stuff. <laughs> so what? So the drone shots aren't hiding stuff. You're saying, Jack? No, no. <laughs> drone, I mean, the drone tells the good picture, but like, it's nice. It's nice. Plus, it was like 45 degrees the night that we were walking around there, so it was like it was crispy and mm, real yeah. fresh, real mm. nice. It was Older cold to me, but yeah, you liked it. Cold. I liked it. <laughs> 
Yeah. I like Rock I like brisk mornings, brisk evenings, and nice, nice, you know, hot days. You know, I like that temperature variation. If, it, if it's hot day and night, that gets a little smothering. But yeah, keep well, it crisp, crisp at night. Well, see, the problem then was is we were having beautiful weather, and things were starting to crank, and then we we did. So I was already t-shirt and shorts. You know, I was already living North Carolina weather. And then it dipped that day. I mean, it just dipped for several days. Yeah, but that cool season grass doesn't mind a 45-degree night. It loves uh, it. Just I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you know, when if it's doing that 35-degree temperature swing and getting, you know, 45 to, to 80, it, it loves it. Mm-hmm. I oh, love yeah. it. Um, so yeah, so Jack's on here tonight. He, we're going to look at um, some of our soil test and some um, viewer submitted test, and we're gonna. He hasn't seen them yet, so it's all like you know, this isn't like scripted or anything. We're gonna pull them up. He's gonna look at them. We're gonna talk about it, ask questions, and yeah, we're gonna go from there. So yeah, we've had a lot of people like we've done soil tests. We've talked about soil tests. We preach soil tests, but then everybody's like, and then what? What what do we do now? I've got my soil test. What do we do now? So Jackson, what next? What do we Perfect. do after you get your soil test? Mm-hmm. This will well, be informative because um, you're you're dead on. Like, what do you? How do you react to the soil test? The soil test is only as good as like what the next step is. So that's what we can talk about. All right. Well, let's do it. Awesome. I'm excited. Well, Bill, we can um, start with you if you want. Sure. Uh, so right here's your, um, I don't really know what graph you call this, Jack. And then um, we actually have the raw um, soil test data after this. So we can start with this and then go into that if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, this is really just a, a pictorial and a snapshot of the real important you know, elements and, and parts, aspects of the soil test. So this is, is very visual and kind of lets you know where the biggest limiting factor is um, and what you should attack first. And I think you can kind of see here that P and K, phosphorus and potassium, are certainly the most deficient. Um, but then you also kind of want to get a sense of what might be excessive and limiting us on that, on the, on the too much of it around sort of thing. And um, on this test, we can see that magnesium and sodium are both very high. And they probably actually play into each other being high. And that is that the sodium's high because the magnesium's high. So like um, uh, when magnesium's high, and this is 24% on the base saturation, and you know it's right there on the graph, but the graph also shows it well into the red. It's, it's obviously high. So we also, we, these tests also put out kind of a little bit of explanation you know, in, in paragraph form of, of what I'm saying now. But, but anyway, the, when the magnesium's high, the soil gets very tight. And it's really especially tight when moisture is evaporating readily, when, when, when soil moisture is readily evaporating or transpiring through the plant, i.e. in the summertime. You know, in the summertime, when, when you're dealing with a soil of really high magnesium and you have very high ET, 
evapotranspirative rate. When the ETs are high, that soil has a tendency to turn into like a brick because that it is, you know, that's what, that's the way you make bricks with really thick, tight, high mag clay soil. Um, and so that's kind of the battle with high mag soil. So as it relates to sodium, a, a very tight soil won't flush a lot of nutrient or won't flush a lot of soluble contaminant. That, that's what I'm trying to say. And, and you could see here in the contaminants section of, of this. Um, and, and by the way, where we were talking about magnesium, we label that section of the, of the, the rec sheet here as, or that section of the soil test sheet um, as soil compaction. So that's really what we're talking about um, in, in, that, in that first block. So the soil has pretty high compaction right now because of the high magnesium and certainly has a, a, a tendency and a potential to get really tight. And that'll all compound with use, you know, with traffic uh, if you're out on it a lot. If you're, so, so anyway, it's tight. And it can't flush the sodium that's there. So the sodium starts to build. And also you say like, well, where's the sodium coming from? It's often coming from irrigation water. Um, it could be coming from fertilizer as well, but it's often coming from irrigation water. And again, because it's tight, that irrigation water sits up top. And when we're talking about evaporation, where it's it's H2O that's evaporating out, but all the solutes, the the solutes that are in that water, you know, if you run a water test, you would see that it's not pure distilled water. There's there's a certain amount of sodium, um, uh, yes, minerals, and, yeah, minerals, yeah, you, yeah, <clears throat> bicarbonates. There's minerals in the water anyway. So, but they stack because the um the the h2o is evaporating out super hot out you know 90 degrees out in in st louis for about you know four months that's where you are bill right oh yeah that was we had a pretty hot stretch there for a hot minute yeah yeah so anyway i mean that it, and you do irrigate uh, I haven't really yet. I, I, I've used it maybe during that period of time, like towards the tail end of it, when I could see that it was starting to get real crispy, kind of go dormant. I busted out the sprinkler with a timer and would kind of put it in one area on a Monday before work and then move it when I go to work on Tuesday, you know, each morning kind of hit each zone like that for the week. Right. Um, right. But, you know, I haven't set up my, my irrigation to kind of do it, you know, twice a week on a schedule yet. Right. Right. And so, you know, this is this is just the sort of things that can that will happen, you know, mm -hmm. in using particularly city water. Are you are you city? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. So yeah we have really hard water out here uh, for sure. I mean, it's it's pretty bad. We have a water stocker too in the house to kind of help. Exactly. You know, that's how bad it is. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, and I'm sure uh, with irrigation, you know, that they may have used sprinklers and stuff because the the lawn was in good shape when we moved in last year so very well could be that they do water more so than um you know not and maybe not as much as i would but a little bit um and then right. just maybe just a soil structure you know it's, it's the house has been there for quite a while you know i don't think it's been aerated you know i think it had minimal upkeep on the lawn so 
some of that stuff kind of builds over time too with, with rainfall and the hot Missouri summers and thing I would imagine. Does that add up what I'm saying? Do you feel like the soil is tight? Wait, oh wait. yeah. I'm excited yeah. to aerate. I'm going to, I'm going to get a, you know, one of those, you know, I'm going to go rent one myself and get like a U-Haul truck to bring it down to my house and do it myself, you know, rather than having somebody come out and do it, I'm going to get hit it real thorough. So I'm pumped. I'm yeah. I want to kind of loosen that soil up for sure. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And you know, so there, there is then opportunity to do some corrective amendments while that soil's opened up as well to really like make a difference. And um, yeah, so that's, that's certainly, you know, the, the, the Earthworks for Home garden product, the 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 garden granular, that's a great product to be getting in the holes at that point when um, when the soils opened up. And, you know, it, it, there's also opportunity and you would see it in you'll see it in the recommendations that would come on come on this soil test to to get some uh, gypsum down. You know, yes, to yep. get some, that some, was definitely the recommendation 10 pounds per thousand. So I got a big old bag of that. Perfect. That down to kind of help. Uh, I guess so that I helps. Got a, kind I of got a question sodium. about that. So if we're putting down gypsum, gypsum on a soil test like this, wouldn't that raise the calcium level and then make it more tight? Excellent question. Um, it, it, so gypsum, yes, is straight calcium, it's calcium sulfate. Uh, it's being calcium sulfate as opposed to calcium carbonate, which is limestone, like a high cal lime. It's a much more soluble calcium. So um, it and and it's in in as far as uh, making the soil tighter, the calcium's in actually perfect ideal location here. Um, and you won't be stacking much calcium from the gypsum because it is so soluble. The calcium carbonate would stick around for a much longer time and have a large opportunity to, to get onto the um, soil colloid. And really then the carbonate in the calcium carbonate affects pH, but the calcium sulfate is far more soluble and will, will, really kind of just flush through, you know, but it, it works best because this soil's so tight when, at, when you're in conjunction of opening it up, you know, of, of airifying, like you're saying, Bill. So like all the calcium, the, the, the gypsum and the, um, and the mic, the, the garden, the earthworks for home garden would be great at airification. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did the gypsum this spring after getting the results, just because I wanted that, you know, going into the season. But then, you know, next fall when I do my overseed with my aeration, I want to do the the garden, the triple three with the mycorrhiza after doing the aeration and throw some gypsum down, um, and then do my seed. You know, kind of hit it, hit it with all that to see what you know. While I, while I got the soil opened up, get some of that down in there, so it's there, and then throw some seed on top and see what happens. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the move. That's definitely the move. And, you know, airifying will be an important practice for you um, moving forward for the for the next, certainly for at least the next couple of seasons, because yeah. the magnesium is so high, it, you know, very high. So, yeah, let's see the the nutrient holding capacity up there. Fifteen point seven CEC. That's a very uh, high potential soil. You hold on to a lot of nutrients. 
and, and that and that is as I know to be pretty classic um, Missouri Mississippi River types clay, like it's breadbasket, you know, like the, that soil does really well, but you're managing the tightness of it, the yeah. thickness of it all the time. Makes sense you know, with, with the clay for sure. Yeah. The other thing that was pretty deficient, like we were saying was potassium. Yeah. So, I saw the potassium phosphorus were low. So the, the fertilizer I went with was the propeat, the, the 13, five, eight. So I knew I wanted some of the nitrogen and the five, eight would give me, you know, the potassium and the phosphorus. I did a, uh, a bag of malorganite early in the spring at the same time I did my pre-emergent. So that's got what a little bit of the phosphorus in there, but no potassium. So, right. um, but you know, so it's a little bit more phosphorus there too. And they're all slow release. So, it, you know, it'll take time, but um, that was my thought there is, you know, get something like that, like a balance one, push those up a little bit. Our lawn product, our, our earthworks for home lawn granular would also be a very good choice mm -hmm. there. I mean, you'll see great response when you use it because it, because of the compost that it's built with. Um, so it's built with, you know, that compost, which is a nice, even compost that puts, it, puts out as much P and K as it does nitrogen. But then it's also bridged with ammonium sulfate. And what's interesting about the ammonium sulfate is that um, it'll have the ability to trump magnesium off the colloid in that it's acidifying. It's an acidifying form of nitrogen. Uh, NH4 is, is ammonium. And so there's four hydrogens. And so it's putting a lot of hydrogen ions into the soil, which, which is acidifying. Yeah. Um, and then it's and then it it's also a cation um, that then is a stronger cation. It's a three plus valence that pushes off the calcium or, or the whatever's in excess. But it will even push off two plus valence, which, you know, is calcium, magnesium. They're tight, but but ammonium's even tighter. Potassium and sodium are one plus valence. They're 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 more loosely attached um, cations in the soil. You would say then that magnesium and calcium in this scale are kind of medium attached, and the ammonium when that goes down from the A two from the A two two, which is the um, Earthworks for Home garden granular or lawn granular rather, the lawn granular. When that goes down, it puts out some ammonium sulfate on top of the compost. So you have the ability to mobilize nutrients both with chemistry, as I'm saying from the ammonium, and also biologically uh, from the compost, from activating that soil biology, from that high energy compost. So you get this biological response, which is also acidifying or, or certainly nutrient mobilizing and mm. magnesium is one of those nutrients that we're talking about. It just happens to be in excess in this soil, but yeah. the plant needs it. The plant uses it. The, 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 the so whole microbiome uses it. Um, it will be used as you grow and grow and grow that cover crop. So that's awesome. Good. Yeah, that's good. That was awesome. Yep. Let's, um, let's pull up a, a different one here. Um, yep. this guy's from Iowa. Um, he sent this into us. Um, this is Hawkeye Lawn. Um, actually, kind of similar right, right there. Right, 
that the same one? <laughs> mm. uh, he's well, got 80. He's got a little more calcium. He's more calcium, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and actually, the magnesium's kind of more ideal. Um, mm-hmm. You're right, though, by saying, like, in this situation, phosphorus and potassium are also very deficient, the most deficient. Mm. Um, so this would be another situation where uh, – also, you said, yeah, sodium's kind of high. It's it's high. Um, but this would be another situation where certainly with an overseed, you'd want to get out with that garden granular, that which is a 3-3-3 analysis. It has the mycorrhizae. Um, it is it, it only keeps saying this to me, and I and, and I I talk about it this way too, but it's a biological starter fertilizer. That's what that that Earthworks for Home Garden granular is. It's a starter fertilizer. At least in turf, think of it as a starter fertilizer. Mm. Um, it's the product for any kind of establishment. Um, but but in this situation, it's also that nice even three three three. So you're putting out a good amount of P and K. Uh, you know, equal equal parts P and K. I'm getting question. the education. Yeah, go I ahead. A question right quick. All right. So your triple three is all organic. So it is more plant available. If you were and, and can you do this? Just say you were compare it to triple ten at a box store. Yes. You know, that's synthetic or whatever. How much more is the triple three, I guess, available to the plant than that? Well, good question. Yeah. I mean, so unfortunately, the the 10-10-10 is a salt fertilizer or a synthetic salt fertilizer that um, when it goes out, it is so soluble. You're talking about availability. And it's easy to think about availability to the plant as like solubility in terms of take a spoonful of that 10, 10, 10 and put it in a cup of water and spin it around and it goes into solution, right? It's soluble. Um, So when we think about solubility of, of a fertilizer, it's easy to think like, okay, that's super available and the plant can suck that up right away. but but what happens because it is so soluble, it overloads the balance that nature works at keeping in that root zone. You know, there's like mm-hmm. it, homeostasis is the term, but but nature is about balance. And that's like that's something we learn in like biology with like diffusion and osmosis and all that stuff. And nature's like trying to make a balance all the time. So like a highly soluble fertilizer like that, you can get a quick response out of it, but it's awfully destructive to like the balance that you're trying to gain and and maintain in that natural system. Mm-hmm. So and that's kind of the difference between bioavailability and and solubility. Mm. And and I mean, just as a as a reference, like this is also a major conversation in um in like human supplements, in, in vitamin supplements. Like they you they you often are looking at like, well, what's the difference between the bioavailability of this as opposed to just the solubility? 
and you know, you know, you know, like vitamin C, you know, the difference, like you could see it in your pee, right? Like it could be <laughs> super soluble, but it could be like running right through you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a similar situation. Understood. I know that the, you know, the other stuff has got a longer feed and, you know, just takes longer to break down. And then at the same time, you don't get such a top flush mm-hmm. to where, you know, you're, that's a pain in the tail. And then also the last thing I'll say until we can get back to soil test is a bag like that has a lot of filler, such as possibly gypsum, rock, gravel, whatever. Clay. Whatever to Kitty fill the bag. Yeah. yeah. To where something like what we're talking about has a hundred percent usable product from top to bottom. And it's investing, like like you're saying, like you're paying dividends by investing into the soil, uh, uh, specifically with the mycorrhizae part of that, uh, especially with the mycorrhizae part of that, because you're inoculating like a whole supportive fungal system that that then like goes to work for the plant. That's what it does. It goes to work for the plant and the plant shares energy. That's that's the symbiosis. Like the mycorrhizae is underground, so it's not getting photosynthetic energy. But the plant does that and gives it to it, and then the mycorrhizae goes to town, like mining nutrient, making making moisture more available, making everything more lush. So it, it does that for individual plants, but then it also connects plants. It interconnects plants as well. That whole fungal superhighway. You know, it, it, it stretches out into the root zone and accesses more soil, but it also attaches and interconnects pl- plants to each other. So in that, the the weaker part of your lawn can get shouldered by the area that has of a, a more ideal in growing environment, you know, more ideal mm. sunshine, airflow, moisture, you know, so it's cool and and like, uh, that same thing happens through the landscape bed like a plant neuro pathway bingo dude you got it like that's it hey, remember in uh in avatar like where like they grab like the, the <laughs> head and connect the tentacle to like the mm-hmm. the mother tree yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah it's like that <laughs> i need to be able to connect oh, with man. mine and see what you know hey what do you need water today or can I wait to next week? There uh, you go. <laughs> Cause it ain't raining over here no more. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah. You're yeah. You've been dry. I'm kind of at that point too. Not a lot here. All right. So this yeah. is, um, he only sent me this. This is Kenneth McClam rock. If I'm saying that right. <laughs> um, little tough to see all good you make your screen bigger you'll be able to see it jack you just click that full screen button i got it man i've I've, uh, I've been looking at these for 15 years (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so let's see um this is a situation where calcium is actually a little low so and and magnesium is on is is high so this is kind of a like a cool easy fix really like getting some high cal lime out here and it and it should show it also shows up in the ph you can see that like the calcium mm-hmm. deficiency is yeah. corroborated by the ph is mm-hmm. less than six 
Mm. So the the little the small the recommended high cal lime, which in this situation is going to be exactly a ton per acre, um, or forty pounds per thousand. You could split that up over a couple apps. Again, always good to make these amendments if holes are, are open. Always ideal to make these am amendment applications when holes are open. And if mm -hmm. not, that's okay too. But um, that that's kind of uh, that's that's what I'm seeing here. The phosphorus is not too low. This would there's there's no indication that you need more phosphorus out here, or, or you don't need to focus on phosphorus. The the for home uh, lawn granular would be great on this soil. Uh, let's see. Sodium's not high. Potassium's not low. It's it's not high either. It's it's borderline low, but not too not too bad. This is getting the calcium, getting a little bit of calcium down here, and getting on a maintenance program. This soil will react very well. Mm. So it's not doing too bad. I agree. Yeah, yeah. and and that. <laughs> the other thing that I should say about soil tests are are also that I love the way that that you guys introduced this podcast to, and, and talking about next steps. Like, what do you do with the soil test? The soil test is a roadmap, you know, it, it's certain and especially it's not a report card. You don't have to, like, judge yourself on the soil test, but it gives you an idea as to, like, all right, what, what what do I do? Move. How do I react to my situation here? And it gives you a path as to like how to react to it. Mm -hmm. So let's just say, you know, so, so far the, the soil test we've looked at, each one has either kind of recommended uh, some, some lime or some gypsum, something to kind of work with the contaminants and those sorts of things. Um, if we do these things based on the recommendations of the test this year, um, uh, would we, you know, would it be wise to then get a test again next spring? Would we see, should we see any significant moving of the needle on any of those one things? Or are we talking, this could be, could take a few seasons to, to get a uh, real change going. Great, great question. Uh, so everything you should look at as like a spectrum of change, you should, you should first look at response from your lawn, you know, response from the plants, like, Am I seeing, especially during stress times, like yeah. during the times where the make it or break it times a year, like, am I getting through those periods? So that's one thing to look at. Um, I think, I think you should soil test on an annual basis because it's an easy way to just check in and you will see in that, especially over a couple of seasons. <laughs> And you look, you, Man. your outfit looks like a bush can. <laughs> walking, walking bush can. <laughs> so you will see those changes happen on the soil. Okay. Yes. But, you know, and you'll see them change over time. But like, for example, changing the pH from five, nine to six, five takes longer than changing the pH from 4.0 to 5.0. Like right. when it's, you're you know, in that buffer zone. Yeah. Yeah. So like as, as the changes get more incremental, they'll take longer. 
when you you know when you can when you have a lot of room to move you can take bigger steps faster and that had especially with ph that has to do with the acid the actual acidity of the soil like you're putting down a calcium carbonate and if it's a super acidic environment that calcium carbonate will react faster hmm. if it's if it's a somewhat acidic environment it will react a little bit slower. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Did I, was there a question from Drunk Long Guy about how long can you let it sit? Let's see. Uh, how long will your sample be viable? Like he, I guess he left it out for a week. It's all dry and crusty or whatever. Would that still be okay totally. to send in? Totally. In fact, the lab, uh, the lab has to get the, the sample to a certain very low soil moisture before mm. it runs the, the test. So that's okay. As far as taking a soil test, if you've applied fertilizer, that will affect your results. So how long after applying a fertilizer should you wait before you pull samples so you don't get preels, undissolved preels? That's a, that's a great question too. Uh, um, you should wait, you should wait, a, I'd say a good four to six weeks after an application. Especially with the organic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the organic stuff, the, the organic stuff, we shouldn't, won't swing things that hard on the soil test. Um, but, but even with that, yes, wait, wait the good four or six weeks or so. With and rain. The, with rain. Yeah, with rain. The other thing is, especially if you're get if you're gonna be doing annual tests, it's a good at that notion at that point, it's a good thing to do the tests um to do the tests at the same time of year, every year. Yeah, you want to be consistent and yeah. and kind of get it where you're not seeing false fluctuations based on what you just applied. Uh, things like that. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Je yeah. Jack, do you recommend a spring test and a fall test? Or do you think like spring after spring after spring? Like, are I you actually, are you actually going to move it that much within one season or is it kind of more a year after year and look at a trend and a gradual move? I think the year after year is probably the better approach for, for most people. If you're, you know, if you are, if you're trying to learn something or figure something out specifically, you know, especially if it's something that's more soluble, like sodium, like if you're trying to to figure out a sodium situation, sodium's more soluble, so the changes will happen much faster. Um, and that could be a situation where you're checking in, you know, twice or or more a year, but. If you're trying to affect the calcium magnesium ratio, that's going to take a little bit longer. That's going to take more time where you could just check in every year. Gotcha. Thank you. Well, yeah. No, great. These are great questions. So, Brian, me, who wants to go next? Brian, me, 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 me. I just walked in. Let Brian do one more before uh, we do a uh, long of the week. And then yeah, buddy. Awesome. We got a so, giveaway too. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take names then, for that. We got Nate, and then we got Jason uh, Smith in the chats to pull up. Ooh. So this is my first ever soil test. I've uh, been in Utah nice. three years now, so it's a fairly new development, new land. So 
dude mm. this and that is great information that's the other thing like it, it's good to have some perspective going in here this one's unique this one's been different than all the other ones we've looked at um first of all the ph is very high can we um the organic matter is non-existent mm. uh can can we put uh, the 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 sodium's high? The holding capacity is really high. Can we pull up the um, the regular data? Yeah, I, let me share my screen. Yeah, I got it. Up. Yeah, yeah. I figured that would come in handy because I th we're de I think we're dealing with a calcareous situation here. All right, eighty six hundred pounds per acre of calcium. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, there's because there's plenty of magnesium too. Uh, a lot, fifteen hundred pounds per acre of magnesium. A lot. So, I I'm not going to talk for Brian here, but he is in Utah, so he does you he does water a lot. I mean, not not a lot more than he needs to, but I mean, he has to rely on irrigation water a lot. Yeah. Okay. We use, we use the city water more or less rather than rain. Yep. Yep. So. I think that's probably what we're seeing with the sodium at a hundred pounds per acre. But this is like, uh, this is Western soil, difficult, mm -hmm. like difficult calcareous or, or high mineral because it's calcium and magnesium that are both and, and potassium. They're all very high thousand pounds per acre of potassium. Wow. So <laughs> what, so and also, like you said, a new development, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it, it's also, I think, and especially with the, with the less than 1% organic matter, it's all subsoil. Like this is, I feel like this is like uh, dug from the earth and moved around. <laughs> like there was nothing growing in this soil before you were, before you grew, were growing your lawn. Yeah, we have a lot of basements, so they'll dig down. Uh, to create the basement and then just backfill whatever dirt's left. So, right, yeah, right. it's it's unfortunate. And, you know, I'm I'm really concerned about the high pH and no organic matter, and then we got the holding capacity at thirty. It's huge. You know, so barely, and that's because absorbs. that's kind of like so. So that's kind of might be skewed by just how much nutrient the the lab is finding because that that holding capacity is a is an equated number it, mm -hmm. it, it's and and the equation is how much nutrient have we found if we found so much nutrient um here that must mean that the holding capacity is super high right like because there's the capacity to hold this much nutrient um but i feel like we're picking up like actual rock, like the, like, like yeah, very rocky rock mineral yeah. crushed up mineral, like the mm. actual bedrock. Okay. Um, so, so anyway, regardless, it's your growing medium. It's what you got, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's what, it's what you got there and you can grow, build organic matter and you can build a topsoil build humus you can you know your plants will do that work your plants and your and then your the soil biology it will do that work this will be a very interesting lawn to keep on to to keep 
track of. Would yeah. something like a top dressing for Brian to help bring in organic matter, would that be uh, an option? It, it, it would help. It would de- like, I mean, top mm. topsoil because that's what happened in your development. Like, yeah. like why, why like, not just top dress with triple three and let root cycling build it instead of bringing in ooh. all the manual work and possibly weed seeds of topsoil. There you go. That shit is. You're on it. I mean, Oli's on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got to get some triple three now. So, so, so when you're talking about that though, Oli, like, I mean, how much are you talking about putting down? I mean, like how much, like how many, you know, pounds of the triple three per thousand? If it was three, four, three, I'd say 30, 40 pounds. Possibly. Yeah. I, I, you could be, you could do like 20, 25 pounds per thousand. Mm. At you know every as an as a heavy annual rate you know or or maybe biannual like you could go heavy, but hmm. the other question is what what kind of plants are you growing or what kind of turf are you growing? Uh, Kentucky bluegrass. Okay, yeah, so good. I mean, the the bluegrass is aggressive as a as aggressive as can be. Grows a ton of roots. Will re, will do that root cycling work that you're talking about um build suck carbon dioxide from the air in photosynthesis and build uh humus in the root zone so what's the root cycling you're talking about what is that oh that's like that's just the notion of um of building a topsoil really it's humifying is another way to look at it roots constantly die and grow die and grow mm, okay as do as do the supporting biological system you sure, know like sure. microbes bacteria fungi they're like you know their bacteria life cycles are like 20 minutes you know and then you know what we're what we're after is like a graveyard of gazillions of dead microbiology and what about yeah, yeah. do you bag brian say it again clippings um, I don't typically because it always seems like it grows so fast. I don't have a chance to mulch it back down, so I usually bag. I mean, would would discharging to the turf help him any, Jack? It, it, it it'll help somewhat, but clippings are really just mostly water and cellulose, and you know, and the the plant structure that we're after for really ter- building into humus is lignin. And that's more like the the woody roots, you know, and the thicker sort of. So clippings will help, but but uh, they're not. But you know, bag them or don't bag them, like because they won't help that much. Oh, so sounds like maybe I'll just wait till aerate and then put down some three three three. That's the best move. Uh, aerate three 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 with the the go- which is the Earthworks for Home Garden product, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and it is like okay, am I? It's a garden product, no, but it's also the biological starter fertilizer. And in this situation, in every situation, it is the soil building, you know, application. Yeah. A- as is as is the lawn product. I mean, because because the lawn product is also all that compost and will make that plant grow like actively, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what you really need is like, you need the plant to be doing that work. And, mm-hmm. and that's that root cycling that Oli's saying. 
so for his pH, what, what are you thinking there with that? Because that, that's the main thing that jumps out to me here mm-hmm, is sure. pH that high. And I mean, I know it takes a lot of work to move a pH. So I don't see it moving either. Like not with the reserve mm-hmm. and the backup of the of the calcium, magnesium, potassium that's there. It's going to be hard to um, it's going to be hard to move that pH. Like mm-hmm. and the and the only ways of really doing it are are changing the soil like building a topsoil and then and then you know letting nature gain that balance get it into more balance and and that's kind of that's kind of what you're looking at hmm. interesting i think yeah you certainly don't want to be chasing after something that's like unattainable with with something that could be destructive. And I mm-hmm. guess like if any if you were to consider like hitting that with soluble sulfur with with straight sulfur, it would be no good. We figured the question is, you know, like you said, you don't want to chase a number. You know, if if it doesn't impact your lawn's looking good, don't worry about it. Essentially, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Like. You don't want to chase something that's unattainable. And, and like, if you can, you want to just let that plant do the work. Mm-hmm. Lawn on the wake. All right. You know what that's music. That time that sound means. This is our cue. Um, Jack. All right. Pause for a second. And Bill tells us all about lawn <laughs> of the week. Brian tells us, too. He's got the, the sultry uh, story time with Brian. But, but yes, it is a. Uh, KOTG Lawn of the Week. Um, we're actually going to put Jack on the hot spot tonight. So uh, for the <laughs> uninitiated, uh, keep off the grass. We uh, we love to see everybody's photos and reels uh, of the lawns online. You know, we're just as crazy about our grass as you guys. Um, so if you're posting pictures, uh, doing reels, uh, use hashtag KOTG Lawn of the Week, and you'll be entering in yourself into our uh, weekly contest we're all following that hashtag checking it out debating back and forth we were actually doing that today we couldn't settle on a winner for this week so we're gonna have jack help us out uh, we oh, got no. four finalists for a lot of the <laughs> week you know there's a lot of sexy lawns out there you know there's a lot of guys uh, who have won before and a lot of new guys so it, it's hard um but uh, but yeah so we'll pull them up uh and jack's gonna gonna let us know uh Let's, right, let's debate a little bit. No pressure, Jack, but it's no all pressure, riding on yeah. you. So uh, we got four. <laughs> we got four. I'll skim through them all. I'll go back through them again. If you want to see some, if you want to see another one, a closer look, let us know, and then you know you can make your decision. Let's get so, after it. Okay. I like it. Work very straight lines. Lasers and striped stripes, Jack. They're stripes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty good stripes in the shade. Yeah. Number All two. All right. I like it too. Mm-hmm. I like that right through the mailbox. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Oh yeah. Dang, mm-hmm. right through the fire pit. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Oh, that's a contender yeah. right there. That's, that's, a, a, that's a cool vibe. Like I like that. If that oh, if that, that picture there had a couple bush lights sitting yeah. on those chairs. Then boom, <laughs> had my vote. It had to be Guinness to get the uh, uh, contender. All right. Mm, single doubles. Yeah, that's that's dark with some heavy dark contrast. Support. I like the color here. Yeah, the mm-hmm. color is fresh. All right. Okay. 
Dun, 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 dun. I'm going with my gut. And it's the Hans, which was number three. There you oh, go. Nice. All right. Okay. Alex Hahn. Right on. Yeah, that's that's a sweet little just nook to sit it's, there and mm-hmm. stare at stripes and have a fire pit and crush beers right there. Dude, yeah, I like that. Yeah, Marshmallows for the kids, too. beers for the dads. Yeah, man. They were all great the pictures pit. too, by the way. Good angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the you you got the you got it right with the pictures. It's just it's a nice a nice lawn. Right mm-hmm. on. Well, this hey. is uh Alex is our next two time winner. He uh he won KOT Jalan of the week. Um Think? Eight weeks ago, yeah, a little, little while, little while, little while back. Um, so another two-time winner—that's pretty awesome. That so what awesome. do they get when you win one of the week, Bill? What do you get? Oh, what do you get? You get yeah, eternal bragging rights. You get access to the KOTG Lawn of the Week Club, their uh, exclusive Discord run by Drunk Lawn Guy El Presidente, um, and they also get uh, their choice of Propeat fertilizer. Uh, thanks to John and the good folks over there, Propeat. Anything available on Home Depot's website, 25-pound bag, um, whatever ratio, nutrient ratio, uh, whatever grade, you know, uh, pellet size. And then their um, their fossil product as well, their phosphorus, uh, you can also get that too. So um, send a message to the KOTG uh, group, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, hook you up. I think Brian will, Brian will reach out. And I don't know how, how we – are we uh, – how yeah. We're getting all caught up, everybody. No, we're a little behind. <laughs> I'll get caught up this week, so I'm home. So they, they like Brian to give them a list, and then they'll like send out like yeah. you know, ten bags at once. So yep. Um, if you haven't gotten your bag yet, uh, working on it. We're, we'll get it to you. Be patient. Oh, hey, I see you in the chat. Um, mm-hmm. On so like, did you move all these chairs and then mow and then put them back, or did you? Because that looks really clean around there. Oh, oh man, man. He, oh, he definitely moved. You got a stage that oh, photograph, man. <laughs> this, this is definitely an Instagram photo. He's a pro, you know. He knows you move the machines, get them, get them stripes, put them back. Well, and, listen, you put and, the work in this. Around off. the fire pit, he's he's hitting it all for sure. And he probably got his pro a few weeks back, so he's. I don't know if he put it down or not. And I'm definitely taking the chair at the bottom right corner because you're just sitting there staring straight at those stripes. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. <laughs> what he needs to do is he needs to get that at like just before sunset where there's already a little fire going on at the Ooh. pit. Mm. You know, he could be in the chair, you know, kids around him, whatever. That would be pretty I don't cool. know. That pit would be perfect for some bullseyes. There you go. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you could. Yeah, you could do that. You could start there and go around it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, nice. do we want to get a wheel of names started? Yeah. You feeling up for it, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. <laughs> Brian hasn't done it for a while. His fingers are getting the itch. To get hey, I did a lot. Was it last week? Yeah, yeah. last week. Yeah, last last week. week. Okay. Yeah, I got it all. I'm got it all ready. So we just need to say what we're giving away and uh, have people type it in. So what are we? What are we doing? What are we giving away? It's a bag of triple three. <gasps> okay, hold on. I'm getting off real quick. So I need that garden granular. <laughs> A bag of and then a and then a uh, t-shirt that they had made up. Um, I'm sexy and I mow it. Ooh, nice. Hmm. I had Thanks, the same yeah. one made up for my 40th birthday. <laughs> That's all awesome. right. So if you want to win a bag of triple three earthworks, uh, earthworks granular, for home garden granular, garden granular, and a t-shirt 
to show everybody you're sexy and you mow it, type in Earthworks, the number four, and home. I made a little harder for everybody. <laughs> Earthworks number time. four, home. No, no typos or you're out. Yeah, <laughs> no typos. Yeah. All right, go for it, and then we can talk about other tests and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Nate's, and we got uh, Jason's pull up. We can go to Nate's. Um, be interesting. Uh, so a lot of people. I mean, normally you don't mind if it's tight, but with your soil, it uh, <laughs> notice a lot of people got some tight soil. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a question. Trying to hold that in for so long. We <laughs> when I was driving, I had so many just thoughts going on. Waiting. <laughs> just been waiting. So you know, a while ago you were talking about the soil being tight. And talking about the H2O evaporating. So whenever you started talking about that and you're talking about, you know, you've, you've just got that water in the top of the soil, just in the top, and it's evaporating. Would that not lead you to more drought stress and more hot spots in the lawn? Yeah, because you're, you're certainly, you're stacking more sodium, you know, you're stacking more contaminant. But what so, I'm looking at is like basically you got a barrier and the water's going to set on here instead of going down into where you want it in the root zone. Right. You've heard it deep and infrequent watering, you know, mm-hmm. like that. That's, yeah. that's the idea. You, mm-hmm. you want to do a flush um, ideally. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's and that that also mitigates that that sort of stacking contaminants issue that you can get. So you're trying to kind of not well, maybe not fully saturate, but you're you're kind of in a sense you're saturating the soil so that it will continue to soak down before it has opportunity to evaporate, right? Like right, right. Sure like it's going in there and absorb further down, like always saying to kind of encourage deeper roots. And then that makes you a little bit more durable in between waterings too. Because I think, you know, these guys that have the irrigation going every morning, 15 minutes of zone, if they stop doing that, it, they're toast. But, you know. Because anyway. their roots are living up here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because the plant will go where the moisture is. You know, that's the other thing to consider there. You don't want to train the plant to only live in the top inch. You want deep, deep rooting. So that's something that's something to think about. Oli, I do have a question though, quick about um, about a, a, at your site there. You were telling me about just last week about uh, like when you when you got back, you had like the areas where you were dealing with bedrock and limited root zone were struggling a little bit. You were gonna hit it with the um, with the liquid lawn. The, yes, the earthworks from liquid lawn. Did you hit that yet? No, I got to get on that. I got sick <laughs> last week, and it has sucked the life out of me. Okay, but, well, uh, you sound all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you sound Man, all right. He he done got that. Hey, Obama you're still crawling. breathing. You're still breathing. So anyway, I do want to hit those areas. And the second thing that I'm going to do is I was under regulation, right? And I'm going to abort that project because we're not getting any rain and I need it to grow and I need it to recover. So I need, you know, so, but yes, I'm going to hit those areas with the hose in sprayer of the lawn liquid fertilizer. Right. 
but now like the garden liquid. Yeah. Yeah. Will it, will it help you flush some of the sodium we've been talking about? Definitely. Definitely. Um, it, it, you know, that especially, you know, if you're trying to, if you're trying particularly to flush sodium, that would be the great thing to put out the day before rain. Mm -hmm. If you, if you knew you had rain coming, great. Flush that down into the root zone. Um, yeah, both though, will just plain get a response from the plant, you know? So when you're dealing with, with lousy growing conditions, you can get a quick response from the plant with, with both of those hose and liquids. Um, you know, just yeah, healthy. Let's get into Nate's real quick. It's just straight bush light. That's, that's my fertilizer right there. Do you remember that movie Idiocracy? Where they oh, yeah. were, uh, it, where they were, they were feeding it like the Gatorade. They were feeding all the plants Gatorade because it's what plants bring. That stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh man! All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, borderline low phosphorus uh, over over at soil compaction fairly high calcium magnesium and that would mean a high ph and and it and yep. looking there it is over neutral um sodium's quite high 120 sound 226 pounds per acre is is pretty high and again this was is probably a situation where it's tight and very difficult to flush sodium what so how would you describe your your root zone nate what, yeah so what, i guess look at this like if you go back, so my CEC over the last three years has came down from like I think like twenty four to twenty two to now to twenty. So okay. I see it, I see it gradually working down, and then my pH as well. The last couple of years I've been, I think it was like seven nine or seven eight, and then seven six. So I, I feel like things are kind of moving in the right direction. Great. Like I think like to your point with everything else with the magnesium and all that, like it just takes forever to actually make it happen. Right. Um, you know, aerating every fall. Um, you know, I'd been doing gypsum. This would be like third year now that I've done gypsum, you know? So, I mean, I'm trying to do, do that and kind of, like I said, I, I think it's slowly getting there. It's, it might be a 10 year thing before I get it where ideal range. But like I said, I know last two years I did uh, waypoint and, and then this, this year I did the earthworks. So uh, yeah, so I, I feel like I'm seeing it move in the right direction. It's just, you know, just like anything else, you want to you want to put one bag of fertilizer down and you expect everything to move like that. But, uh, you know, when it move when your pH moves 0.1, you're like, damn, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez. But but basically my plan um, looking at this has been um, obviously like with my potassium and phosphorus is low. So I have also been using um, like a. It, any fertilizer that's got, you know, the, the P and K in it. Um, so I'm using that. And then, um, they said plan is to aerate in the fall, do all that stuff. Um, I don't have irrigation, but I use sprinklers. That's kind of okay. how I, but yeah, I mean, my CCs, like I said, they are definitely high. It's, it's, you know, we're in Iowa. It's very common. I got a lot of clay when I pull my sample. Um, you know, it's usually majority clay when I pull the sample. Right. Right. I mean, great 
soils for delivering nutrient and for for holding on to nutrient you know so like yeah really productive soil um phosphorus phosphorus and potassium are like you're saying it's good to focus on that because especially phosphorus with that much calcium magnesium around um it's hard to get phosphorus phosphorus will easily tie up so, but that is another major benefit in using the compost-based phosphorus in the, the four home granulars, either one, is that they're like what we were talking about before with solubility of the 10, 10, 10, that like it's very soluble. Well, a super soluble phosphorus in an environment like this is going to hit that calcium and magnesium and just tie up immediately. And that's a super tight bond. Um, like our bones and teeth, there's are, are, are a lot of calcium phosphate. And, you know, like you, you don't break down bones. Bones are, stay bones. Like so, <laughs> like calcium. So, so calcium, phosphorus in a high calcium and in, in, in magnesium environment is, can readily tie up. Now, uh, an active soil biology breaks those bonds like you know a, a whole lot of of bio, biological processes will will help break down even bones um even calcium phosphate but so that this you you would you know using the earthworks for home lawn product um and then when you do have so, holes open using the earthworks for home garden product garden granular um, you'll get great response each time, you know, you, you'll see something based on what the deficiencies that we're seeing here. Um, you'll see a quick response out of those because of, because of that bioavailability, particularly of phosphorus and, and potassium and, you know, the, the sodium, it, it'll just be, it'll be work to buffer it out. Um, but the more, porosity and the more ability to get more internal drainage and percolation will push you'll you'll have the ability to push that calcium or that sodium away you know you talk about calcium kind of over you know to mitigate the sodium problem the 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 other nice thing about the granular products is that they do have a lot of calcium in them um a lot of soluble calcium because that composted poultry manure is they're from egg laying hens. So the hens are fed a lot of calcium for, to, to make strong eggshells. So what you get then is a lot of bioavailable calcium. Um, so, so it, in that it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like putting out a gypsum app, you know, at the same time, or it's certainly, there's certainly some, some soluble calcium there that's going down at the same time. And that's in the uh, the H two two or the triple three, both because oh. it's coming from the 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 compost, and, and and again that because it is more of the quickly available like soluble calcium, it's not the like mineral rock form that is more affecting pH and and gonna be there like like the like the same mineral that we're picking up off of the um off the soil test lasting long-term mineral um it's more of like it's more of a a, a fertilizer it's more of like a, a readily available bioavailable mm -hmm. form 
And the A22 has ammonium sulfate in it, correct? Yeah, the A22 has ammonium sulfate in it. Oh, here's Hawkeye saying, it, yeah, he used that A22 in the spring, the, which is the Earthworks nice. for Home uh, lawn fertilizer, and got, got a really great quick wake up. So, Jack, we've heard you reference a lot of the Earthworks for Home products. If someone was interested in buying that and using it, where can they get it at? Oh, yeah, great, great. That's on our website, um, okay. which is earthworksforhome.com, for the number four home. So right there, you can get it and get it shipped right to your house. And we're also, like I'm saying, like it's, it's starting to get into the retail space, uh, garden centers. Um, so you, you should be on the lookout for that. Also, you know, especially you guys stay close to me. Like if you, if you know someone or if you know places that, that would be interested in this, let me know. I'm, I'm available. So the uh, yeah. shit by the pallet because it sounds like drunk long guy and I both are gonna need uh, a lot of three three three. We 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 can we'll work we can work things out for sure. Um so yeah, no problem. We can work things out. Um stay close to me on it, but it's available immediately and readily available, shipped to your house in a couple days, um, right on the website. Maybe because just bring bring my truck again to GIE and yeah. Have, have you drive down a pallet and we'll have to There you go. <laughs> oh, you came over to uh you came over to Louisville as well, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was deal. the handsome one of the group. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Clearly he remembers you. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I wasn't there this past year either. Yeah. Yeah, it was two years ago. Yep. Yeah, he going this year for that mustache. Ah, there it is. <laughs> God, that's looking that's good. What you may recognize. <laughs> Yeah, I, I need of to bring course. that back. I can't wait. Next March, that baby's coming God back. Bless. <laughs> no, lost my breath. It is a who's, nice. Who's breath. quick on? Who's quick on one. the uh, on the photos there? Zach. Zach <laughs> oh, <Jack's laughs> on top of it, man. For some Oli, reason, Oli, do you want to see for a few weeks? For like do you want to see months. that mustache at GIE this year? I sure do. I need I a laugh. Ask, I think we should ask the chat. Like, should I rock the mustache to GIE? Yes or no. It's going to have to be 100%. It's going to have to be If you do it, I'll do it. I'll do it with you. We'll do it together. Oh, if you mean you were doing it, then everyone's got to do it. Everything but the staff. (laughs) 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 That's disappointed, Bill. (laughs) What about Brian? Brian, if we do that, are you going to rock it? Rock the mustache? Yep. I I probably could. Maybe I'll keep like the handlebars. Yeah, the handlebars. Yeah, dude. Listen, if I can if I can make GIE this year, I will absolutely have a mustache. That would be spectacular if we all showed up with badass dashes. <laughs> Dirty Sanchez's all oh, over. Dude. All over. I'll have mine up like oh, twisted yeah. up. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna have to walk whole out of the thing. fly swatter just batting the ladies off me. Damn. Get <laughs> Zach, off. Can you grow a mustache? Can you uh I mean <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, yeah, I, I, can I can make it happen. like every day. Will you oh, work that yeah? Are you allowed to? Um, um yeah. I just For a few I days. get made fun of. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> all right. That's all the right. point, man. man. <laughs> so if we're gonna do that, then everyone in the chat that's gonna make GIE this year, we're just we're just gonna do a full out like KOTG crew. Maybe we can make shirts with a big old mustache and just KOTG across it. KOTG need- mustache meetup. 
<laughs> Do I need to go get my cardboard sign? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, so but, we got so so Brian's gotta spin the wheel. We're gonna touch on Jason Smith's test, and then Bill's got a big announcement about oh, next yeah. week who our guest is. All right, let's um, do Jason's uh, test real quick then. You want to do that right now first? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, well, I could spin it while you're pulling it up if that's what you want to no, do. No, I, I got it. Um, okay. So he said he attached results from three labs He u- that used um, Earthworks for Home, Logan Labs, and my state soil test lab. But Logan Labs is this. Earthworks uses Logan Labs, though, yeah, doesn't it? That's right. That's right. So okay. it's only two tests, I guess. But well, I said good. all of them are very all. similar, except for the saturated paste test from Logan Labs, which has very different results. All right, let's check saturated, it out. The saturated paste test highlights how the form of sodium I have in my soil interacts with water to dominate the CC percent to drive out other nutrients. The growth and overall appearance of the lawn was consistent with the results of the saturated Paste test. And he's right. Favorite, so Jason, Jason goes in all out. So just go ahead and tell you, Jason all right, that's cool. goes all out. Saturated paste is like a, is another level of testing. So, mm. so, but, but yeah, we could talk about that. Um, so this is his, uh, oh, I just realized it's the wrong way. Just sideways. <laughs> Um, yeah, right. that's all right. Everyone's turning their head right now. We ain't had, a, <laughs> ain't had enough Guinness. He'll be all right. <laughs> Hold on now. Man, uh, let's, like everything is I mean, it, right in the yeah, it's all right yeah. in the middle. Almost yeah. everything. Little, little so, yeah, sodium, but... yeah, 50 pounds per acre, which is high, but it's like not crazy. Not 126. Crazy. Yeah, so he's exactly. worried about the sodium, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So let's see if we if we have how much potassium's there. Um, I see the pota- I see the base saturation, but um, holding capacity is ten point three. So three percent base saturation on potassium. There's probably a good two hundred and fifty pounds per acre of sodium. So his sodium to, to or, or, or I'm sorry, potassium, 250 pounds per acre of potassium. His potassium to sodium ratio isn't that bad. Um, let's do, do, do you have the next test? Yeah, but it's sideways again. I didn't even know that until now. It's all good, dude. That's fine. Um, yeah, 250, 270 pounds per acre. <laughs> oh, of, <laughs> he turned uh, it. <laughs> Okay, there, there you go, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> this soil test is not is not too far out of whack. Um, pretty strong phosphorus, pretty strong or, or very strong organic matter. Sodium is certainly there, and it will pose a problem in the super evaporative evaporative time of the year in the summertime, but. Not a major, not not too far out of whack. Okay. The paste he talks about, like, that the sodium is probably showing up to be super soluble, and it is. It's it's way more soluble than, um, than calcium, magnesium. Potassium should also be soluble, but um, it's really more soluble than potassium. But I don't, but do you have the paste, Zach? <laughs> 
Yeah, let me see here. Uh, yep, right here. It's okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, so four and a half pound four and a half parts per million of sodium and only only two parts per million of potassium. And very little mobility of calcium magnesium. Uh, chlorides are nineteen. You know, like this is really the only thing. <laughs> This is all very funny looking at everybody. Um, the only thing that you the the recommendation I make on for this soil test, looking at both the you know looking at everything, the standard, the paste. Whoa, right? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, pretty quick, huh? Look at that on the fly. Big magician. something. I mean, okay. So what I'm saying is the the only recommendation I really make off of this is that. You can increase mobility. Like the, the paste is showing kind of limited mobility of what should be a pretty active soil. There's a whole lot of potential shown on that standard test, on that on that um, standard soil test that get, you know, get a more active bi microbiological system at really activate, work on really activating that whole soil system and access more of the nutrients that are in the soil. You know, that being said, I, I bet that Jason's lawn is very nice. Like if, if he, if he focuses and does a lot of the right things, um, then he's battling through the times of year where this, this um, amount of sodium and solubility compared to everything else, you know, won't be too difficult. All right. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. It's a good looking soil test. That's nice. Yeah. I'm a little jealous of that, man. <laughs> I'll come out and dig up some of that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be Utah. real interested to, to follow up on yours, Brian. Yeah. I mean, how, how's your lawn right now? Uh, at least good. Good. Com compared to everybody else. So I must be doing something right. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely. And so, you know, and you'll build a better soil out of, out of growing a strong turf stand, like the growing the strong turf stand will do the work of building that top soil. Yeah. I'm excited to get some triple three and get it started and see how long it takes. So excellent. Stay excellent. tuned. Excellent. Thanks, buddy. Are you, are you saying that growing good turf is good for the environment? <laughs> totally who knew totally good for the you're environment. creating better soil okay you're right. creating better guy. soil and like you're you're it's a carbon sink like that 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 soil then is a carbon sink it's sucking carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and drawing it down into the soil and making that carbon a topsoil mm. and and storing it there to be useful to be and better it produces in return it's producing us oxygen correct bingo dude producing us oxygen and then also like in it also it's immediately it's transpiring so it's taking um soil moisture and pulling it up through the plant and then like transpiring um moisture out into the air 
So that then is a very cooling process. And that's like the difference of you walk out into the middle of your lawn on a, on a 90 degree day. And if you have, let's hope like, let's say it rained two or three days prior and there was good soil moisture and all those plants are just kind of growing like, Mm -hmm. and thriving and pulling that moisture up through the plant and out into the air that 90 degree day is much more temperate and tolerable um, in your backyard than it is at the target parking lot, you know, Mm -hmm. like where you don't have that life or even in a fair estimate in a fair comparison um, on like a weedy, patchy, lousy lawn that's not really growing. You know, you're, you're much hotter on that lawn than you are on a lush like really so, actively growing lawn. So the good, the good things, and I like knowing these to hit back the haters that go, oh, you got, you know, lawns suck, manicured lawns no suck. So the first thing is you're controlling erosion because you have a good root system. Bingo. And then everybody goes, oh, you got all kind of runoff. Well, not necessarily because I got healthy soil that is willing to take up the water and I've got turf there to slow down the water. And turf to take it up. I mean, the turf, turf sucks. Take it, it up. up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not running. It's not running off. No and, way. And, like, and then, like you were saying, actually, the turf. You were telling me something about the turf actually cools the earth too. Well, that's what I'm saying about like this. This water. It's it's mm-hmm. a it's an evaporative cooling process. Like instead of the sun beating on bare dirt yeah. somewhere or yeah. concrete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say, Bill? It's like when you when you you know when you're sweating or whatever you're that that water that evaporation is cooling off your your skin. So the same process yeah. here. That's why, yeah, your lawn feels cooler than the than your driveway uh, when you're outside. So yeah, you just tell those hippy dippies that you know we're 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 bringing down global warming with our lawns. You know, one mow at a time. I mean, come on. Yeah, the alternative is patchy thing. weedy grass. It's not going to be like this open prairie with a butterfly sanctuary. It's going to be some shitty, patchy dirt filled, some dandelions. That's about it, you know. One thing I want to say right quick, back to the top dressing situation. I had a eco lawn top dresser, you know, the big pretty blue machine with the belt driven, the paddles. And I was so gun ho to top dress and improve like this place. You know, when, when it was built, they scratched all the top soil off. The CECs are low, you know, whole nine yards. So I'm digging, learning about this stuff. When you talk about doing that, it's a lot of work. You got to go buy the compost. You hope it's clean. It's not full of garbage. You got to have it trucked. Then you got to load it in the spreader. And then you got to go out and spread it. And then hopefully you don't make your yard uneven or you fight with that thing all day. That thing was a headache. It did not spread well at all, no matter the material. (coughs) That's when I started learning about 343-333-822. And I was like, this is a no-brainer. Everybody's got a push spreader. Mm-hmm. They can put it on wide open gate and they can top dress with something that will build them topsoil in the future. You don't make your lawn, you don't make your lawn unlevel, and you're also growing and, and doing the whole root cycling. So the eco lawn was sold, and I never care about that again. So I know a lot of people, just like me, watch video and goes, that's the coolest thing ever. I want to buy a bunch of compost. I'm going to spend four days out there in the yard. Then I'm going to have to break and then blah, blah, blah. 
You don't need to. No, no. The, the only reason not. why I would maybe say Brian could be a candidate for top dressing is because his lawn's so small is that he could, you know, he could probably get a couple bags. He could mm-hmm. probably just get bags and he could put it down um, and he could just rake it in. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I don't think he would get the same effect as something like this that will actually feed the micro feed feed the biology feed the plant you don't have to worry about making things uneven you don't have to worry about raking you got to push spreader push I, i'm getting a little bit older so <laughs> I, i'm still older than you route. <laughs> i'm still older than you yeah i don't know what happened to jack how many how many names are getting that wheel, Brian? Well, let's take a look at it. What kind of two we got for us tonight? We got thirty-one names. All right. All right. We better have thirty-one nice. likes. I don't see the magic uh, number there. It seems like we hit thirty-one a lot for entries, which is awesome. Um All right, so I'm going to shuffle it three times, and then uh, we'll see. So this is for the uh, bag of triple three uh, from Earthworks and a shirt for Sexy and I Mow It. Go full screen here. You want to do two different people or one person get both? Uh, what do you guys think? That's it. No. Yeah, do do one. One person, yeah. yeah. I think they can wear the sexy winner uh, takes all. Sexy shirt while they're spreading the triple three. How's that? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. All that. right. Take winner takes all. Back. Here we go. Mm-hmm. There he is. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> you back in the uh, 66? <laughs> man, that's a long time. That lucky green stripes is going to win. Look at that. Right up there in the Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes Lawn. Yeah, so oh, that's what his account is? Oh, Congrats. I thought something else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right man. on. Oh, well, congrats. A little triple three. Nice. Well. <laughs> All right, Bill. What we got going on next week, Bill? Ooh, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm pumped. We, uh, we've had a lot of great guests on the show before. Um, you know, folks like Jack and, and the different uh, fertilizer companies um, and some equipment companies we've got on. Thank you, Bill. Going back and forth with uh, Toro for a while, and we finally uh, got it, got them committed. So they're going to be here next Tuesday. Uh, two two of them are going to be joining us. Uh, they got somebody from their sales side, kind of the marketing side, and then somebody from their more engineering manufacturing. Uh, 
I don't know who they are yet, but they will be joining us. Uh, Do you guys hear that? Toro. Toro is coming on the show next week. <laughs> yeah, man. How about it? I'm pretty pumped. Dang. I think they got some uh, they got some exciting things they're doing this this year. So um, this is a good opportunity for them to come on and maybe talk about some new stuff. And then uh, yeah, ask ask them some questions. You know, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to talk about. They're almost as cool as Jack, but we got them to come on. Brian, you're the best, dude. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> No, Jack, you'll have to come back. No, we love these episodes. Man. I love these guys. All right. Thank you, guys. What would be no. cool is to definitely come back once these fellas make some applications. Yes. Possibly retest. Yeah. To yeah, see yeah, what perfect. has improved. You know, like I like doing a test once a year, and I like being able, like me and you, to shoot the bull and look at what's changed mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to last year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Like I want to hear about when you when you hit that that um weak root zone area, that limited root zone area above the rock, like let me know what you see out of it. I definitely will. I'll get some it, videos. Or and fill and fill in the rest of the guys, even if I'm not on, you know, like let everyone know what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Well, like I say, I'm forfeiting the, the regulation part now because we just we're not getting the rain and yeah, I'm starting to see it being regulated and then wounded. Not a good mix. So this this sounds like a guy that just wants to cut some grass. Like you know, get, get, get me on that mower. I just want to cut some grass. <laughs> yeah, he does. Just trying to learn about it, and it's uh, it's eating me alive. No, if it's not growing, you can't cut. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. get after it. Yeah. Well, Jack, we definitely appreciate it. As you can see in the live chat's going crazy. They're all appreciating yeah. your knowledge. A couple of people are going to come back and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch. So mm-hmm. thank you for coming on, dropping all that knowledge uh, on yeah, our tests and some of the viewers' tests. Definitely. Thank you, Jack. Who's planting yeah. a garden this year? All right. All right. Jack is. Hit, hit the garden. Fire. Hit the garden first. Hit the I'm planting some flowers. Yeah, dude, hit the hit the garden hit the garden granular. That makes a huge difference. I, that's what I did. That's All right, great. Did. And put it to the test. Uh, also, like uh, like like use a control. Uh, do something against it. No, Take I didn't do stick. that. All right. <laughs> it's so guys. hard. Like, no, I got to I got to use it for everything. You're the farm <laughs> yep. guy, man. I'm expecting. I was expecting. Uh, yeah, right. You think, right? <laughs> I can't bring myself not to. <laughs> It's all good. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you, Jack. Thank all you. Right. Thanks for joining the chat, man. See you, See you next week. Toro. All right.